which fictional sporting event would you have most liked to attend? And now, this is the Rich Eisen Show. We go with Sis. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Sweep the leg. Everybody to change. Right off the bat, that is fictional. That is fictional. I agree. Earlier on the show, former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett coming up. Two-time World Series champion David Wells, plus Bucks running back Leonard Fournette. And now it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air here in Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles. Um, pleased to have you here on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio Sirius XM Channel 85. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate um, spoke to the uh, the triad in uh, North Carolina just uh, yesterday. One of our radio affiliates. How'd that go? Because, well, you know what? I'm a, I'm a people person, and um, I call people. And they, uh, I had the, they, uh, they wanted me on, so I called in. You love talking on the phone. What do you mean? <laughs> and pacing. No, it, it has oh nothing to do. It has nothing to even do with that. Gracious. I'm just saying, like, you talk on the phone more than anyone I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm making deals. I, and I understand. It's it's on. Chris is trying to keep these lights on. I'm doing. No, I know. I understand and appreciate. No, hold on a second. Hold on a minute. I <laughs> obviously. Hold on a minute. However, it's not like it's not like I'm gossiping or like, hey, did you see that last night? Like. When you hear me talk on the phone, how much of it is business and how much of it is personal? It's got to be 95% business. That's right. Yeah. Trying to keep these lights on. No, I understand. I'm just saying I, I don't honestly remember the last time I talked on the phone. I talked to you last night. You don't remember talking <laughs> on the phone? Talking to me on the phone? You and I talk almost every day after the show. And that's another thing. Can I just air this out? Oh, my goodness. So- is this Festivus? I had no idea. Were you going to feat the strength, too? All right, go for I it. I like TJ By the way, a lot. Talk yes. about, hold on, uh, let me just say this: D- David Wells will be joining us shortly on the program, I, and you know, and then I, Leonard Fournette, hour three. So TJ and I have become great friends uh, through the course of this show. But I did not know him prior to we met here, and it's great. We have the same birthday. Awesome, seven two three. It's a festivus miracle. <laughs> We're together for like six hours every day, and then as soon as we leave, he immediately calls me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you have to tell me now in the ten minutes that we I just left you right. that you couldn't have told me in the previous six hours? That made, we were something together. that he forgot. I like I, it's. A, I get bored on the drive home. I want to talk to somebody. It's a long drive. But your drive is like seven minutes. I'm just saying. It makes it go by quick. Well, he's not a lot to say to you because he's been hanging with you for the last six hours. It's yeah, quick. Yeah. Maybe he just misses you. Maybe he just like. I just saw you. <laughs> I think he calls me when you don't answer. To be honest. Well, you know what that means, Rich. Well, you don't call me. Well, I doubt you'd answer. So that, you what know. does that mean? Because no, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy talking on the phone, apparently. Well, Rich, now that our, our true feelings have <laughs> come out, Chris, I guess now I can say that you probably won't ever have to worry about another uh, post-show call because if that's your feeling on it, then I won't it's bother not you my anymore. It's it's an odd, this is an odd way to address the issue it's for a, you. Well, I, won't I, mean, you I figured anymore. I'd just do it publicly. Yeah, I mean, this is better. It's better like this. Well, you, while we're actually now... Maybe an, I should an, hey, have went into a YouTube comment and maybe had this conversation. Oh, then I know you agree. Oh, then you're, oh, wow. Well, then I would have addressed it on air anyway. I feel... I feel yeah. like I should, like, sometimes Susie and I, when Cooper, Taylor, and Xander start talking somewhat disrespectfully to each other, we have to stop and have a timeout. Time out. Do I have to do that with you guys right now? No, we're great. You have to stop? 
because we love each other here love and we should other. treat each other with respect. Again, this is the stuff that Susie and I say to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we, we, we should we, we should treat each other the way that we want to be treated. And in that respect, though, while we are having a rondelay of grievance, what the hell is around your neck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What sort of Skip Bayless amulet are you wearing right First now? Off, not like just me. If it We're all wearing it. If it what? <laughs> all three of you have like this bling. Is it a goat? What it's is goat. it? It's a, it's a goat. Yeah. <laughs> What is happening? Well, I will say... This are we, all three of you are wearing a bedazzled goat necklace? No, it's not yeah. bedazzled. Well, These are diamonds and jewels. Those are definitely not diamonds. What are you uh, saying? Well, here's the deal. If these right? were diamonds just from where I'm sitting, this is a good 15, 20 feet away... That would have to be a six-figure yes, correct, uh, correct. piece so, of hardware. Right, so it might not be six not. figures. <laughs> let me walk, you know, let me, let me walk you through this. First off, this has been like, so, is this week three? I think week three. So we work. were just wondering how long it was going to take you to notice. <laughs> you've been wearing, you have not been wearing these for three weeks. I haven't. Jay, I can't see, but you, like the, the, I can't see oh, okay. what you're wearing. I've had got it on for three weeks. Here. And I can't okay. see what you're Yours wearing either. Chris, I've got a straight shot directly into... What's going on here? And just for those at home who may not know, for those who are We've listening, been for this. listening on the radio, we have been waiting for this moment for weeks. Those listening on on Sirius XM or this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate or on a podcast where all podcasts are acquired, Cumulus Podcast Network, and also potentially listening to us um, okay. on Odyssey, um, it is yep. a a gold chain yep. at the bottom of which rests hangs. Yep. A you know uh, a sparkly goat diamond I mean, it's, it's that that is definitely not diamonds they could be zirconium. Yeah. Look, um, I don't know why you're trying to it's put about, us on front it's, street. It, it, it's about the size of a silver I dollar, say, like larger than a silver dollar. Okay. It's significant, and you are wearing a black black t shirt t shirt with your open your 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 I guess maroon zip up opened up. Uh, if you took the maroon thing off, you would look like Skip Bayless <laughs> with his Rosemary's baby amulet or whatever the hell he's got around his neck his, every day. His literally says Skip on it. Oh, okay. I don't know. But so, all right. So okay, let me walk you through this. Rich. What's so, what's up with this? Uh, one night late, I think I might have been home alone that night. Cage was asleep. Sarah was working. Uh, just scrolling, scrolling the IG like uh, we all are prone to do, you know, at the late hours. I fell victim to an Instagram ad, I got to say. <laughs> this ad pops up for a, you know, chain uh, jewelry company, and I start like, oh, they have cool pendants. Let me check these out. Oh, man, look at all these. So I'm like scrolling through like eight pages of pendants. Yeah. They have a deal with the MLB and the NBA and NFL, and I saw a couple of them, and uh, I saw this goat one, and I immediately texted Jay. <laughs> And TJ, I'm like, man, we should get these. Like, like these are hilarious. Well, we'll start with the Emmys, right? Like, if we win the Emmys. Yeah, the Emmy. I was like, if the Emmys, we should get these if yeah. we win. And so I just texted a screen grab. And so then the next day, Jay Felly comes in and goes, yeah, I was drunk last night and I bought the three of those for us. <laughs> I'm quite impressionable on Sunday morning. So. <laughs> so do you want to play prices Right where I guess how much these cost? No, Ooh. man, we don't want no, oh. no, 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 no. Because I want people to believe that we paid top <laughs> prices. And then, by the way, so then, also I don't remember. So then, a couple days what later, I it was after my cousin Chase's wedding. I was, yeah, <laughs> it was a good night. So then, a couple days later, <laughs> they finally come in, and 
much larger than I think any of us were anticipating. Like this thing is huge and it's really heavy. So then, TJ, didn't you say you went to a, to get food after the show and someone asked you about it? <laughs> so the it? first day, first day Jason gave these to us, it was like a Monday or a Tuesday, I put it on. I went to this little hamburger spot in Santa Monica, you know, ordering, we're outside ordering, and this lady's just staring at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, why is she looking at me? And she leans in. She's like, is that a goat? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah. So she's like, wow, that is amazing. So then we were like, we got to wear these when we're all together and just see how long it takes you to notice. Is that a goat? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are idiots. So, yeah, it's been three weeks of waiting for Three you weeks? No, waiting no, you have not you. been wearing them for three weeks. Pro- I, I haven't. I've worn them a couple times, yeah. but these guys have been wearing them. If you wore this, because uh, I could see a straight yeah, shot into you. He's worn it Jay, like three I've times. Jay's right? not even here every day because, you know, Del Tufo is... You know, occasionally out, shows anyway. up for work. And TJ, <laughs> I'm at an angle. Your 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 laptop and the, the microphone, microphone cover. Yeah. Yes, I, it makes it very difficult for me to even see but the T-shirt. You wear a different T-shirt I've, every day. You've introduced me or something. I've gone like this. <laughs> I can't you know, see that. Either. I know you can't, but like Feller <laughs> is. I've held the and goat so, up a few times. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll just bite one more. Like, so what does this indicate? That you're goats? Yeah, we're, or, yeah, we're, we're goats. Like, we what does that mean? What does it mean? You're like brother. In 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 jewelry or I mean, or what are you like? What are go, you sharing? Like what is this shared experience? What is the message? What is the message? Rich Eisen and his goats. That Instagram ads work. That's the message. Yeah. Period. I don't no. know what the message is. That's the message. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the purpose other than that you guys are idiots? Why does there? You sound just like Liz, who doesn't like fun. She, oh yeah, Liz. Oh. She oh. Just Liz was very out. anti the goat chain. You guys too. are idiots. Yeah. Blah, blah. Why? Because we're having fun. Because you know we go to work with I'm each anti, other every day. I'm, uh, you're, you're saying I'm anti fun. Is that you really? I'm saying not that? saying that, but I said you sounded like Liz <laughs> just now. Is what I said. Who said that we were idiots? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You you really don't remember how much you paid for it. You're just having fun. Uh, I don't want to tell you because I want to remember. remember. Okay, so give me your prices right theme, please. All right. Uh, Hey Jay, round up, please. That's all I'm saying. Round up. No, 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 no. Because if you say how much it is, and I'm gonna have to take it off. No, hold on a minute. I do need to know because if this was the prices right, they would tell me what it's consists of oh sure of course what is what is this consist of these are these diamonds. are diamonds these are cz's rich and gold it's, uh, 18 karat gold plated rubies 18 karat gold plated so is the chain is also comes with it uh no the chain's separate we bought our own chain you bought your bought own, our own chains it's just a pendant it's just a pendant and it is it is it is gold plated and it is um man you guys just CZ's gold on. plated it's about Let's see. Okay. It's probably about uh, you know two inches. Okay, it's about two by two. My, my I'm gonna go with the chain also. Two uh, by two. Uh, it came with a chain. Our that was free. So I'll, I'll just go with the pendant. Okay, just a pendant. Uh, I will say the actual retail price for each one of these pendants is seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna go seventy nine ninety nine, and. What's the actual retail price? The actual retail price is... Is he holding it? What are you, what are you doing over there? Well, what I think, are you doing? I think He's the writing pr- you well, down? Well, the price that Jay is giving me also included, what, tax and shipping? Yeah, well, that counts. Yeah, well, that's yeah, all I, I mean, know. Uh, by themselves, they're $99. $99. All right, so there yeah. you go. I'm, I'm close without yeah. going over. Yeah. What do I get? Do I get my own? Do you want one? Do you, you want one? Absolutely not. Oh. But they have other... Do you want a Jets one? 
What or, do you mean? They have like uh, they're affiliated with the league, Dude, so they I'm make not a, that guy. They I'm, make I'm official not that guy. <laughs> to be fair, are you trying to turn me into that guy who's like Lakers? That guy, <laughs> yeah, the Lakers, Lakers, guy. Yeah, Lakers guy. guy. You turn me like Jets. Hey, look at me with my cheap ass. I mean, this guy's Jets getting. A, by the way, this guy's Zirconium. getting a Cowboys one. <laughs> are you getting Cowboys yeah. one? I mean, I had. Are you getting more? To be First fair, of all, he, he I had requested a fourth one originally. Who me? Yeah, yeah, for Rich. Oh, Rich, Rich they have Rich. a Jets one. It is awesome, actually. Rich, please, it's got it's got the C- green CZs, and they got uh, you know all the way around. It's in the shape of a football. Hard pass. This is no, great. I bet you if we got Rich a sauce one, he'd wear it though. Oh, let's test that. Let's oh. test that. <laughs> I don't right, think, I don't think we can put head on this picture. Gonna, that's, that, that, that's drip in so many different ways. Came through dripping. Um, Here's uh, my question. Do I wear the goat to Big Slick this weekend? Of course. Yes. Why wouldn't you? They will love that. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. They will love that. I just tweeted out a picture of the goat. So, yeah, so I, don't, I don't take it off. By now. Way, the Jets one is awesome looking. You're gonna, we're going to get this for you for your birthday. Well, it's, it's tomorrow. Cool. It's tomorrow. <laughs> It'll arrive tomorrow. It ships immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> They've got it ready, huh? They don't have to handcraft it? It's already taken care of? We need to get this thing as a sponsor. So, there's, there's so a ridiculous. All right. Let's do Al in Dallas, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Al, Al, help me out here. Add some sanity. Help you out. You need a sponsor to help you out now. This has been the longest segment ever. Oh, my God. What's going on? I don't know. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Richard. Thank uh, you, sir. Perfect birthday segue would have been a Jets pendant mm. but uh, you know these guys these guys dropped the ball on that uh, that, that that was outrageous yankees pennant is what i will take sir uh, that's what i'm gonna take hey look hey look i mean it that's an incredible run going there but uh the team across the uh across the river is not too shabby right now either, that's right you know so we uh we're we're we're, we're celebrating you know we're, we're, this is the time of year we're celebrating uh birthdays we're celebrating summers we're celebrating a lot of things you and i together mm-hmm. and for the first time in a long time yes we are celebrating quality baseball played in new york city yes we are sir it's so great man it's about almost oh. it's almost about uh and i haven't gotten the package yet so i haven't given the horns you know you know you know how us east coast guys i got you thinking about being a bush it's i have almost, not gotten the package it's almost not I you should not. don't just do it who cares man you're not a mush it's a hundred wins combined almost yankees have 51 and the uh, metropolitans have 45 not amazing it's amazing it's i mean if you didn't realize how good of a manager Buck Showalter was, by the way, unbelievable. I mean, it's it's. Why didn't this happen years ago? I mean, uh, you know why it didn't happen? Because of the Wilpons. You know, <laughs> the Dolans. Uh, the Wilpons to me are the Dolans to you. I, I'm, I'm with you. Thanks <laughs> for the call, Al. I appreciate it, brother. Happy birthday. Thanks, Enjoy. bud. Thanks, man. There you go. See you, Al. Yeah, uh, the team that concerns me the most is in Yankee Stadium tonight. Astros Yankees four game set starts tonight. Astros are on fire. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. The Yankees have 51 wins, and the Astros have 43. Man, do you remember that? The Astros were struggling. The Angels were on fire. The the Astros have a 10-game lead now, the only team above 500 in the entire AL West. Look at the the Guardians, bro. Oh, I know. Low-key hot. People were kind of hoping they would struggle this year, so... The, the best player nobody talks about, Jose, Jose Ramirez, Ramirez, could be, you know, available. Nope. Nope. So there you go. Yankees doing the Red Sox more favors beating the, the Rays last night. We'll take it. I mean, we can't get any ground on you, but wild card or bust right now. You are, you are not wrong.
You are not wrong. We're hot. We're eight games over now. Well, the Yankees at 51 and 18. And we'll talk about the old time Yankees of the 90s with none other than Boomer Wells. David Wells. I have, you know, the last time I saw him, I think was probably spring training. I will go spring training of, what was it? He was on the Yankees twice. Let me make sure I got this right. I, I I think it had to have been spring training of 98. Really? Had to have been. He wasn't on the 99 Yankees, I think, right? They got rid of him. Yeah, long, long career, played for a lot of teams. He was not on the 90. He, he, went, was to, he went to Toronto in 99. So I think that's where I saw him, actually. I think I saw him in Dunedin at the, at the Jays. I think the the ESPN sent me there to go interview him when he was there, went fresh off the Yankees, and he was just a rock star. You know, he was just a rock star. He left the Yankees to go to the Blue Jays. And talk about a guy who had a lot of success late in his career. He won double-digit games at age 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 39, 40, 41, 42. And if there's one thing he wasn't doing, though, it's, you know he wasn't taking anything, uh, any, any steroids. Not on the TB12, no. like, not on any of that stuff. No, no. <laughs> I mean, 42 years old, he played a year in Boston, went 15 and 7. He was on the D- DW40 system, I think. <laughs> he the was on 40 the, ounce. He was on MD2020. The, <laughs> <laughs> the guy was killing it, man. So he's going to join us uh, coming up next. We'll catch up with David Wells. He wants to talk about uh, some golf in the American Century uh, championship, the the terrific um, uh, celebrity competition of golf that's coming in Tahoe in just a couple weeks' time. David Wells, when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio outfit, along with Peacock and along with Sirius XM Channel 85 NBC Sports Audio. I, like I said going to break, I have not spoken to this guy since forever in a day. A, he is calling in uh, in advance of the American Century Championship, the celebrity charitable celebrity uh, golf tournament that is going down in Lake Tahoe once again coming up on the Golf Channel on Friday, July 8th, and on NBC Saturday and Sunday, July 9th and 10th. He's playing in it. The three-time baseball all-star, two-time World Series champion, 21 years in Major League Baseball, joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vance phone line is our my longtime friend from long ago, David Boomer-Wells. How you doing, David? Rich, I'm doing great, man. I'm finally... Uh, away from the East Coast, where I just moved okay. back to the West Coast, where it's really nice weather and it's not scalding like Florida. Holy moly! Uh, <laughs> so you're you, but you're a Southern, you're a SoCal guy, right, David? Yeah, aren't you? San Diego, born and bred, and but uh, you know through the pandemic going on and, and just crazy prices, taxes, gas, especially. You know, my wife's from from Tampa, so it's like, what the heck? Let's go back. Well, let's try it one more time. But I said we're not going there for the summer. Well, welcome. Summer, we're coming back out west. Well, Bel- well, welcome back to the West Coast. Welcome back to this coast, David. Welcome back. Um, let, let's jump right into it. Um, the Yankees right now with fifty uh, fifty one wins, and they are on pace and occasionally ahead of the pace of. The 98 Yankees team that you were part of is an 18-game winner, 125 and 50. Uh, any any similarities do you see between these two teams, David? Well, I, I haven't watched much baseball, but I was just in New York last week for a couple of days at the stadium uh, up in the suites doing some uh, some signings, and you know just the buzz and listening to everybody um, talk about them, and then. Of obviously, you got to take a peek and see what's going on. And these guys are playing lights out, and you know, and it's kind of cool. From you know, when you played on a team like we did in '98, and having you know just a well-rounded team, pitching was solid. Um, you know, you can't help but think that. And records are made to be broken. You know, and as long as these guys, if they're going to do it. They better go all the way like we did because I think the year after us, uh, what was it, Seattle won 126 and got knocked out in the first round? Yeah, I mean, I Seattle Seattle has won an insane amount of games. I think it was the 2000, the 2000, 2001 Mariners that, you know, the Yankees did eventually knock out um, when, when, they, when they made the World Series that year. So obviously it's a long season. Um, but when, when did you know in 98 that you were part of something – that was generationally special, David. Well, you know, we started the season out of the shoot, I think, 0-3 or 0-4, something like that. And, and Joe Torrey wasn't very happy because with the team that we had, he came in and and let us have it, literally let us have it. And and I, I think, you know, that just 
that kind of clicked with everybody. And I don't think we lost another series after that uh, after that uh, start. And guys just gelled. I mean, there was no animosity. There was, and if there was, it was nipped in the butt. It, it just, you know, guys were doing their job, and it, it just became like a fun competition between the pitchers. Like, you know, like Pettit would win, Cohen would win, you know, El Duque. And we would just we'd go out there, and you just want to follow suit. You didn't want to be the guy that uh, that uh, stopped the streak. So we just we just kind of competed that way, and you know, really didn't think about the record. We didn't think about what was going on. You know, we didn't rely on Jeter. We didn't rely on on Tino or anybody like that. Guys just did their jobs. So that's why we were so lethal. Well, I mean, the fact that we, you could you didn't have to count on just one guy. What did, Everybody did their job. What, what, I mean, you're you're in that locker room. Cones in that locker room. Bernie Williams and Jeter and Pettit and a bunch of guys. You, you weren't part of that '96 team that had already won a World Series. But th- there there were some real lead pipe wielding you know professionals and veterans. What did it sound like with Tory airing you out? I mean, what 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 was that like, David? Well, he just he just snapped. You know, like guys will snap. I mean, I've snapped plenty of times, as you well know. But you know, he just <clears throat> knowing that the team that we had, you know, with with the ability that you know we're better than what we were in the, in the beginning. I mean, I believe he called Jeter out, and Jeter didn't like it. You know, it's just like, hey, you're our captain. You know, step up and do something like that. And they just kind of challenged us. And, you know, and it was, to me, that was kind of cool. And, you know, Joe and I didn't get along, you know, as as player-manager relationship. But, uh, you know, I did respect the fact that he, if he's going to call a meeting, he's going to call guys out, that's what he did. And that's what makes you better. I mean, when you come in there and, and you're like, wow, you know, he's right. We got that ability to be very special and you know and, and when and and that's and that's basically what it was and we we gelled from there and you know the rest was history david wells here on the rich Eisen show i yeah i do remember you and tory grinding gears there's a lot of gear grinding yeah. between the two of you guys what, what what was that about what was that about? it's just you know I, I i felt that you know we're grown men we we you shouldn't be able you should be you know monitored you know especially me because i was i was that guy, I just, I hated to stay in. I went out quite a bit. I did my thing, you know, but it worked for me. And, you know, I'd see on page six or, you know, whatever, something, they'd see me, you know, Wells was at this place. Wells was at that place. You know, the night before the perfect game, I'm at Saturday Night Live till 5.30 in the morning, you know, with, with Jimmy Fallon and the guys partying it up, not thinking that I had a game the next day. And, you know, stupid stuff like that. But, you know, it doesn't sit well. It doesn't look good. But, you know, if I, uh, I knew what I had to do. And all I was praying for was go deep into the game and not embarrass yourself, you know, in my condition that I was in. And, you know, it just happened. But, it, you know, that was just a fluke. It was all it was. But Joe just didn't like it. And I didn't feel – I felt he didn't treat everybody the same. And that's that was one thing that was big with me. If you're a manager, you treat everybody the same. You don't favor guys, and that's what I thought Joe did. Mm. All right, so I'll bite on that. I, I thought I had heard this story before, but so you go to Saturday Night Live and 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 party till five in the morning, and then pitch the perfect game 
pretty much, I guess, in the same 24-hour period. I mean, it's 5.30 in the morning. That's the day of the game. That was May 17th, yeah. right? That That's what it's you did? One o'clock game, you know. One o'clock game, a couple hours of sleep. And, you know, I remember going to the ballpark, and, and Coney's locker was right next to mine. He goes, wow. I go, what? He goes, you stink. You better go hide. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, you better go hide. Go in the back room because, you know, it was just one of those things. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize it. You, know, you just didn't realize you get caught up in a moment and you know you're at you're and I, and I loved Saturday Night Live it was it's the greatest show ever and and just to do something like that it was stupid rich I mean it was just <laughs> one of those things that I just got caught up in and, and and did the stupidest thing but you know it's it's a memorable one I guess yeah I would I say, brag about. who is who is who is who is who is it? so did you see the show like you went and you saw the show and every and, and everything the night yeah. before I went I went and saw the show I I don't think I could tell you who <laughs> who was hosting who even hosted it to be honest with you I just you know it's one of those things I if I if I didn't drink that night I probably would have remembered but I didn't remember and all I know is it was like 5:30 in the morning and and Jimmy Fallon and I were like who's leaving first and then I I got in the car and I got home and passed out, and my son woke me up in the morning. A couple hours later, and I was just like, "Dang, this 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 is not good." <laughs> you know, and then Jimmy wakes up at one. He's like at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning or in the afternoon. He turns the TV on. I'm there. He thought it was a rerun. <laughs> so he, started calling, <laughs> he started calling some of the guys on the, you know, on the show, and he's like. He, you're not going to believe this, but Wells is out there pitching, and they're like, "No, it's a rerun," and it wasn't. It was live, so that was that was kind of hilarious. And then at the end of the day, you had a, a, the most memorable start of your career. Uh, I mean, how about that? Blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. <laughs> he was a, it's a hell of a nut. It's a hell of a nut, and it, it, and it and it also helped in terms of it made me. I remember you know watching this. I was on Sports Center and. You know, and um, and covering this sort of thing, but also being a diehard Yankee fan at the same time, I just remember that that made me feel like okay, this season could be the special one. This is it. That that no, that's how it you're felt. Right, to me. and it, I mean, it, it just it just added to you know what what that team was all about and how how we gelled. I mean, guys did their job, and that that was so cool. I mean, I've been on a lot of good teams. You know, ninety two World Series. You know, we we played. We had a really great team. But, you know, we just didn't – we didn't click like we did in New York. But we had – I mean, we had studs. Dave Winfield, you know, Roberto Alomar. Candy – I mean, Candy Model Noddle was, was a backup guy, and he did his job. I mean, it was just, you know, Joe Carter. We, we, just, we just had guys that, that did the job, and the pitching was great. You know, Jack – Jack Morris was awesome. Then we got Coney Mm. and Coney from Kansas City, and he just and he could hit. So he saved us a lot. So it was kind of those things that you had. But I just felt '98 gelled better than '92. By the way, Buck Henry hosted, uh, and Semi Sonic was the musical guest the night before your uh, your perfect game, David. Yeah, that's some quick. That's good statisticians back there. You know what? I've got a crack staff. I have a crack staff. Uh, David Wells here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Shohei Otani had two home runs and eight RBIs in one game, and then the next night he has a 13 strikeout, two hit performance. I, I, it's insane what he's doing. I'm wondering what you, David Wells, as a 21 year vet, would think about what he's up to right now. I think it's awesome. I see. I mean, you look back in the days when, like, when I was growing up and. 
you know, the Padres, they had Tim Lawler. Tim Lawler was a great, he was a good pitcher, but he could hit too. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd pinch hit and do that kind of stuff. And, you know, I guess, I guess Tim Lawler was the modern day uh, Otani, but, you know, <laughs> Otani, this dude is, it, it's pretty awesome to see, you know, what this guy can do, you know, on both ends. Like being, you know, a two, two-way player. It's like Bo Jackson, football and, and baseball, but this guy's shortstop and pitching. And and he's just he's he's just having some fun. I guess he's toying with everybody with the ability, but you know, not everybody can do what he does. And you know, and I don't know if guys if it's gonna if it's gonna start a trend. But you know, pitchers can hit some. I couldn't. I stunk at it. But <laughs> you know, I didn't like it. I hated to hit. Hurt my hands like because I always got jammed. So I was just swing at the first pitch and go that. But to see. This guy, what he's doing on the mound and, you know, with the batters, it's, it's pretty awesome. I looked it up, Dave, uh, David. You had two extra base hits in your career, too. Uh, I did. Actually, yeah, you, you did. You had, a, uh, you had a, um, a double in 2003 and a double in 2007. So congratulations on that. You had those two doubles. And one of them was probably the, one of the top three greatest pitchers ever was Greg Maddox. You doubled off of Greg Maddox? Are you serious? I sure I think I went two for three off of him in, in 2000, I think it was seven, when he was with the Padres. I was the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, okay. then I got a hit off of him in Atlanta. I think it was in uh, it was one of the playoffs and when I was with Cincinnati in 95. I got, a, I got a hit off of him there, a double off of Zambrano, I think it was, in Chicago. Okay. Almost a home run. Look at you, man. So, okay. Did you keep the ball? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they didn't flip I, it I out. Kept everything. Oh, I got a, I got a massive collection. I got to get rid of some of that stuff. I got so much. Oh my gosh! Uh, a couple more minutes left here with David Wells. Okay, so you've got the American Century Championship. That is yeah. the uh, the annual um, big time uh, ch- charity and also celebrity event that's going down at Edgewood Tahoe. It'll be on Golf Channel Friday, July 8th, and then NBC on the weekend of July 9th as well, and 10th. Uh, what's your game looking like? What's your game looking like, My game David? needs some help right now because I just played in uh, in the BMW Corn Ferry in South Carolina a couple weeks ago, and okay. I won it last year, which was great because Ozzy Smith and I were battling for first place in low handicap, and I was lucky enough on the last hole you know, it was a par three, number nine at uh, Thornblade, and I hit a hole in one to win it. And not only that, I won the car, so that was even uh, more. Fun. What? So you aced to win, not just yeah. the car in the hole, but for the whole shooting match? Are you serious? What was for the whole for the low handicap? So it was it was pretty awesome. And then this year, I, I didn't even make the cut. I, I I snuck it up over there, but you know, you got to get your A game ready for Tahoe because Tahoe is, you know, I think this is my, my 18th year playing there. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I played in a lot of events and this one is, is special. It's a lot of fun. They do a great job. Jonathan Thomas, you know, the CEO of American century. He's, you know, he's just been a wonderful host and, you know, and he, he rolls out, he's like a Steinbrenner. He rolls out the carpet for mm-hmm. all the celebrities and, mm-hmm. And makes things happen, and you know, and NBC does their thing. They do a great job. You know, Mike Milthorpe, you know, runs out with Gary Quinn, and 
you know, these guys go in there and they make sure that uh, everybody's on their top uh, behavior and have fun, and they don't tolerate, you know, all the duties. So I'm always on my best behavior up there, so it's a good thing. Okay. Well, maybe NBC could get Fallon there, and you can just stay out all night the night before and just shoot like a 63 the next day, David. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes I think that, but I've I've tried it in golf on a hangover, and you look down, you start spinning, you're like, no, I don't think I'm going to look down very much. (laughs) The game is is weird. That ball doesn't move, so it kind of baffles you sometimes. Oh, how how bad your game can go south, but you know, but it's just it's fun watching a lot of these athletes, uh, you know, play. Mark Mulder is unbelievable, unbelievable golfer. Well, Smoltz is the guy, right? Isn't it Smoltz? Isn't he the one too? Smoltz is the one to look out for, right? He's always good enough not to win. Smoltz he is, but uh, he brings his game in, okay. and you know, he's a competitor. And he, I think, what was it last year? He he was in a uh, playoff with uh, Vinny Del Negro. And uh, and he tried to make a miraculous shot, and he he messed it up, and Del Negro won, and it was funny because uh, uh, which is uh, Greg Olson, his it was his catcher as well as uh, his caddy mm. when he was with the Braves, and he come in, you should have seen the look on his face, he was so pissed, it was it was it was to me it was comical. Because but that's just that's just John Smoltz. He's a competitor. He's going to try to find an edge and. It didn't work for him, but but anyways, it was great for for Vinny, great guy. But that's just the thing, guys up there. Are, you know, never you never know who's going to win because the competition's so great. It is so much fun. It's a beautiful course, and the fans are great. And and you know, yeah. Sean Payton's hitting it off a deck, and I don't just mean uh, you know a driver without a tee. I mean like literally off a deck of a boat that he flipped his his tee, his tee shot on on that fame par three. It's just it's a blast. <laughs> It's a total blast. Oh yeah, that that part three can get you in trouble too. So you got to be careful. Make sure your wife's not walking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking if you, about if you spec- walk down the right? If you walk down the right side, you're in a little bit of trouble. You got to have <laughs> yeah. Side. You got to keep your hand. You just got to keep your vision on on the catcher's mitt, David. You know what oh, I'm saying? You just oh, got to look straight at home. Just straight home. You, you, you got to look. You have to. And I remember years ago, I was uh, I was golfing with. Uh, um, Dan Quayle. And okay. so then a bunch of girls, I mean, in bikinis, just good looking girls. And they're like, Dan, can we get a picture? And he didn't know what to do. I'm like, Dan, go over there, man. Go get your picture with these girls. It'd be great for press. And, uh, so he got the courage. He did it. And oh. I said, all right. And he went over there. I said, all right, girls, show your boobs. <laughs> and he ran like a out of hell. He got out of there so quick, and he and he's like, he just looked at me. He goes, "You're you're you're not right. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you are not right." Okay, and then, then that was the end of his political career. Oddly enough, at the same time. That's strange, David. That's strange. Oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, I, I could man. ruin anybody's uh, political career. <laughs> David Wells, you are uh, one of a kind, sir. Uh, let's do this uh, more often. Hit him straight um, in in Tahoe next month, and let's let's keep chatting. It's been too long. I would love it. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate you, buddy. It, it has been too long, David Wells. It might have been like Tampa at a, at a spring training in the late 90s last time I saw you. So um, I greatly appreciate the time here. Let's do it more than once every 20-some-odd years. You let me know. I'm there for you. At Boomer Wells 33 on Twitter right here on The Rich Eisen Show. 
One and only David Wells, uh, first and potentially last Dan Quell story in the history of the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Does this affect our Dan Quell booking? Uh, I, I assume so. Uh, okay, we will take a break. When we come back, the the uh, the NFC West, right? The boom, NFC boom, West, boom. Yes, top sir. players in the history of the, the NFC goats. West. The goats, if you will. Now you get why we did the goat, Rich? No, the, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> Mystified as that, For just as mind. much as the guy is constantly behind me here on screen <laughs> doing some work behind this set here. Okay, we're back with more in a moment. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, we're, are we halfway through? This is your fifth NFL, NFL division, correct? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, this, six. This is our sixth? Yeah. Oh, we're almost done. We got two oh, left. Really? Wow. Yes, sir. Okay. So each and every day, we are turning the show floor over to you. Thank you for TJ that. TJ Jefferson, where you provide us uh, some food for thought and some conversation. Mm-hmm. The greatest player in the history of every team in the NFL, division by division. Yes, sir. You have the NFC West today. The West. Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers. Yes, sir. Okay. You have the floor. Go right, for man. it. Well, like, continuing what we've been doing here, we're going to break down the NFC West and give you each team's goat. For Arizona, I went with Larry Fitzgerald. That's a good for one. For the Rams, I went with Deacon Jones. For the 49ers, I went with Jerry Rice. And for the Seattle Seahawks, I went with Steve Largent. Really wide receiver heavy. Very. I didn't even realize that until just now looking at it. But yeah, very wide receiver heavy in the NFC West. Um, Just want to get you guys thoughts. All right. Uh, I I don't really have much of an argument here. Really to argue about. uh, No M&Ms. I mean, you go with one of the fearsome foursome up front, right? Um, the with the ever. Rams, I mean, you could for the Rams, you could go with our 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 guy two eight, right? Yeah. Marshall you was could it, go with two eight in the initial list. Marshall was my pick, and then I yeah, who were the other Rams? That you uh, we had Marshall, we have Jack Youngblood, yeah. we have Deacon Jones. Uh, you know, just as a little House on the Prairie fan, I threw Merlin Olson's name in there. Uh, Kurt Warner, of course. Marshall Falk again, you know, some great, great Orlando Pace, just some great Rams in there. But Deacon Jones just seemed to be the personification of toughness and the leader of those Rams. You know, defenses, he, so. he, the head slap was so prominent by him that could you imagine that one of his pass rush moves was to place an illegal hand to the helmet? Like, could you imagine what that would mean right now if you saw somebody head slap somebody just to try and swim move their way and discard an offensive lineman? 
he told me once that that became so prominent that offensive linemen would make sure that the screws on their helmet oh, protruded. Yeah. That they would, would take this, the, the screws and would put it out the other way. So when his head, his hand would hit it, the screw would go right into the palm of his hand. Wow. And Deacon Jones told you this. Yes, sir. Wow. Did you give any thought to Aaron Donald? Of course. Of course. But, I mean, you yeah, know. too soon. Too soon. But, of course, if there was we a do thought. This, if we, uh, I'm not saying he's not in the running. No, I know. Yeah. And has about, the opportunity five, to be an opportunity years. to be hands yeah. down yeah. the greatest Ram yeah. Yeah. of all time. The GOAT is the GOAT for the reason. I mean, he's, he's, go, he's, he's Jerry Rice. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're going to get a lot of people saying Joe Montana. Dude, obviously, clearly. Just, we can just stop it. Honestly, we have to stop that conversation. I mean, there's a conversation of the greatest player of all time in the history of the NFL, and it comes down to, to Jerry, Rice. Jerry Rice and Jim Brown. That Brady finally crashed that party yeah. just a couple of years ago. But when I first started NFL Network damn near 20 years ago, it was Jerry Rice or Jim Brown. That was the conversation, and that was always going to be the conversation until Brady crashed that party. Seattle, Steve Largent is an outstanding choice. I love that choice. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, and can you, I mean, Russ only won one. Bobby Wagner, can you put Bobby him Wagner. in that mix too? I mean, you want to get, like I said, showing love to the O-line. You have Steve Hutchinson and Walter Jones. That's correct. Um, yeah. Marshawn, I think he might be the most popular Seahawk of all time. Popular, yeah. Popular. But we're Jim talking Zorn. about, okay, Jim Zorn. You know. Jim Zorn used to run. Jim Zorn used to, he and Dave Craig, I think, are the all-time leaders in, in scramble uh, <laughs> yards behind the line of scrimmage. Um, so he used to run for his life, Jim Zorn. Yeah. Mr. Uh, another favorite of mine was Cortez Kennedy back in the day. And who else did you throw out there for for the for the Cardinals? I mean, for the Cardinals. I mean, let's see. I had Larry. I had I, I threw I Kurt Warner in there, but a very small. Um, Sample size for Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, along with Brady, and I think at the time Vinatieri. I'm trying to think. There were only a small handful of active players on the NFL 100 all-time team list, and he was one of Gronk was another Gronk. one. He was, and and he he made that list, and I know there were some eyebrows raised because if you're 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 leaving other wide receivers off, but Larry Fitzgerald is on the NFL 100 all-time team, which I think puts him into position for for yeah. you with the Cardinals here. And also, you know, Cardinals had great players, and um, Aeneas Williams, just out of pure respect and love, Pat Tillman. You know, I named my fantasy football league after Pat Tillman after he passed away. And I mean, you want to go old school Dan Deardorff? I mean, Dan you know, Roger Quim Worley Bowen. is in Jim, the, in the Hall of Fame. Larry Centers, you know, great fullback. Adrian Wilson. But you're not going to name those guys as the greatest in the history of the franchise. Uh, not over now. Larry Fitzgerald. Like, a All guy, right. I mean, obviously, we don't even need to discuss his qualifications. Larry Fitzgerald, one of the greatest I of think all Fitz, time. I think it's a, a good list. Thank you. Great list. I, I, no complaints. Thank you. This has been a lot. I of just fun know there'd probably be a lot of Seahawk fans that think that their run, their Pete Carroll run, their Legion of Boom, Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson run. Of what three years? No, it was more than that. It was more than that. Uh, it was, it was, a, it was a significant run. It was at least half half a decade, Chris. I mean, Malcolm Butler kind of put an end to it in a way, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, it led up to. Put an end to their Super Bowl winning, but it, 
I don't know. I, I think Seahawks fans will be like, you have to include somebody from the year in which they won a Super Bowl, yeah. right? But um, would you put Russ on that list? Obviously, like the short you list, have to, he's right? on there. Um, but I think large in what if you asked that question of a Seahawks fan since the Kingdom days, what they would say, and they might say large in. Question, I think, pro, pro Football Reference has uh, Russ number one ahead of Steve Largent. All right, Seahawks fans, 844-204-RICH, yeah, number to dial. And if you're speaker. watching later on our YouTube stream, the comment section is yours. TJ Jefferson will absolutely see it. <laughs> so, no doubt. Why wouldn't I? Okay. Well, let's see what the people have to say. Good stuff. <laughs> Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny. Lombardi Lenny. Lombardi Lenny. What are yours, what's your ass doing in New England, Lenny? <laughs> That's a that's a tweet. Apparently, a text that Tom Brady uh, uh, sent uh, Leonard Fournette when he still went on his free agency tour up in New England, and now he's back with Brady in Tampa. The always great chat uh, with Leonard Fournette. That's coming up. What's more likely? Coming up in hour number three as well. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. That is now two hours in the books. One more high quality, entertaining news and information hour coming up next. I'm throwing this poll up right now. What are you throwing up? Greatest player in Seahawks history. Russ, Steve Largent, Bobby Wagner, Walter Jones. Okay. I, I think that about covers it, right? What's the top four rated on pro football uh, reference? What is their what is their They do something called A V. It's uh, What are they so then what do they have for the Rams? Uh hold on. Okay, you look that up. By the way, uh, Rams is Merlin Olson, uh-huh. Jack Youngblood, uh, Aaron Donald, and Jackie Slater. Other top. I forgot Jackie Slater. Slater. I, I named the other guys. I, there you go. Respect to Jackie Slater. Completely forgot. I don't think you can go wrong naming Deacon Jones on that list, though. I don't think you can go wrong. I don't think so. He's uh, he's eighth on that list behind uh, Orlando Pace, Tom Mack, and Isaac Bruce. Merlin Olson. I'll tell this story again if I already haven't. I think I have. You guys have probably heard it, right? My Merlin Olsen story. Yes, I have. Jim Brown. So, yeah, when we first started NFL Network, the first thing we did was go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame before we launched. And I recorded a bunch of roundtable interviews, even though there was no table and there's nothing round. It was just me (laughs) sitting on a director's chair and then other director's chairs next to me inside the bus room. And we didn't air those interviews till the next year, which we needed to run instead of NFL Total Access because everybody who did to NFL Total Access boarded a flight to go to Canton. So we needed the content to fill the hole of what normally would have been NFL Total Access that night. And so the interview I had was, it was with me. It was supposed to be the hardest hitters in the history of the game. Me, Ronnie Lott, and Lawrence Taylor. And Lawrence Taylor didn't show. <laughs> he no show. <laughs> And it was Ronnie Lott and it was Merlin Olsen. And I asked those guys the hardest hit they ever delivered to anyone on the field. Merlin Olsen said, Jim Brown, I hit him so hard one time. He goes, he came to the Coliseum and that's all we talked about all week is we are not going to let him beat us. We are going to put his, you know what, on the <laughs> ground. Father Murphy did not say ass. Um, and so uh, Merlin Olsen said that he had a clear shot of Jim Brown, which is so rare. Uh, Jim Brown coming around the end, clear shot at him and he just walloped him. He hit him so hard that he said that he had visions of, of seeing Jim's eyes rolling in the back of his head when he got up. He got up and he saw Jim Brown run 70 more yards for the <laughs> touchdown. 